Habs Puck Drop Podcast. This is the April 1st game against Ottawa, and well, where do we begin with this? I mean, five goals against in the first period. Not great. Yeah, let's just stop that there. It's a <laughs> shitty April Fool's <laughs> joke. Yeah, I tried. Especially since most people are going to be listening to this after the game. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, end of the first, we got a one nothing lead. Yeah, uh, Deno from Tatar and Gallagher. So that line is just clicking. Yeah, they're just they're just. I mean, fire. Deno's back on pace for fifty something points. Tatar's top some like top three on the team in yeah, points at this point. Yeah, he's uh, definitely up there. And that was yeah, the Gallagher's putting up more and more points just every like, year. Yeah, just the intangibles on that line, like the they're just pa- very short, fast passes. Just you know, always take to take. Deno just looks more comfortable. Yeah, they just. They look like they're back to normal, and uh, you know it's good to see because it's nice to have like at least one staple line, and then you can kind of move everything else around. Yeah, I've also a very good feeling just overall about Jake Allen. He looks solid tonight. Um, he uh, he just you know he ner- normally comes out a little shakier. I find like today he just looks like very locked in right. Yeah, away. I find yeah as the season's gone on, I find he's like kind of gotten that out of his system like. Do you remember, like, the first game against Toronto yeah, there? Yeah, like, 10 minutes to 8 minutes to 6 yeah. minutes to 4 to the... Like, so now like, it's, like, not... Yeah, well, no, he didn't play against Toronto, but his first game, game. Yeah, yeah, I think it was against Edmonton. Yeah, it was. That. But he, he just looked like his legs looked shaky. He looked mm-hmm. out of position. Rusty. Um, yeah, and then, like, you know, every week from there on, he seems to be getting more and more comfortable wearing the jersey, and, like, it definitely is the jersey. Like, yeah. he, it's a bit, you know, it, it wears on guys a little bit with the, oh, the legacy sure. and the, you know, all that stuff, and... Uh, no, it's good to see he's really settling in, and uh, you know, let's hope uh, let's hope he keeps it up because we really locked him down that period. Yeah, and if we can play like this and like the way we played last game, you know, this is a team that's going to do very well. I'm noticing all four lines hustling. Um, you know, the defense looks good. It's just everyone's just kind of in the groove right now. And maybe you know what, everyone's worried about a bit of rust. I don't even. I think they just need a bit of rest. Yeah. I mean, you made a good joke there just saying, like, every team should have, like, a magical, uh, we have one player on COVID and lock it <laughs> take down. Take a little week take off. Take a little week yeah. off and jump back in, but, uh. Yeah. Well, especially with our April schedule coming yeah, 17 up. 17 games. 17 games in April. I think around April 12th, I would, uh, throw someone on the COVID list and yeah, take, take a week, week off. off and, yeah, but, yeah, so, um, what do you think of Ottawa that period? Eh, not great. Um, it looks like they look like the Ottawa that like we should have been playing. Yeah, you know? they they look like like the actual Ottawa. Yeah, they look like they're just all over the place. There's, there's no other way to put no it. No clear like no clear strategy line to line, and um, you know, I'm pretty yeah. I think it's safe to say that like those two games in in early February there mm-hmm. where we just couldn't penetrate their goaltending. Like, uh, you know, they don't look as solid. Yeah, I mean, also like I'll give it to them. They they have their young goalie in net now. Yeah. I think it's a. Uh, What's his name there? Um, it's a Swedish name. Yeah, it's, I forget. It's, uh, I'll check in between the other two periods there, but he's going to be a star in the future. But he's too young still. Yeah. He he hasn't had enough experience. But uh, just defensively though, they don't look like they were against that's us. That's it. You know, like those two games in early February, like you know, everyone was like, "What the hell's going on?" Like Ottawa's like playing like the best defensive hockey they've ever seen against the Habs. Yeah. And you know, game after game, they've slowly like repealed that a little bit and yeah. showed their true colors and. You know, you, you can't have Thomas Shabbat on, uh, you know, every line. Yeah, well, they basically do. He yeah, plays the second most ice time in the NHL. Yeah, he plays like 26 minutes something. Game, it's something close like to half the game. Yeah. But, like, what would you do? Mike Riley? Yeah, exactly. 
But yeah, I, I just think they overall, they, you know, this is the true Ottawa Senators. I think we caught them on a high a little bit. And it's also, you know what, we, we don't see much from Brady Kachuk yet. We don't no, see he's, much he's kind of, uh, from Tim Stutzla is the only one kind of flying around. Yeah. He hasn't had any real, like, chances At least yet. no dives from Stutzla. Yeah, he's playing God. a little bit more, like, controlled now. Yeah, God, that pisses me yeah. off. He and Allen, Allen made some nice saves, too, which is important to know, because it wasn't just like he had a quiet period. Yeah, he no. did make some big saves. Made some big saves. But, yeah. Yeah, let's jump uh, into a second, and we'll catch you guys in a second intermission. All right, we are back. What do you think? Um, yeah, I mean, great hustle play by Byron. It's two nothing after the second. Um, yeah, there's there's nothing to complain about there. That's a shorthanded goal. That's one we've been kind of waiting for for a while. Yeah, so we're still hot start. We're still leading the league in shorthanded goals. Yeah, like, we're, we're first in the league number eight. Yeah, I think that gives Byron two, right? Oh no, it gives to Foley two. Everyone has one except for Foley. No, Lekin is two as well. Lekin is two? Yeah, Lekin oh, okay. is two, Toffoli is two, and the rest have one. Right, that would be yeah. Anderson, Armia, uh, Evans, and Byron. Yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. eight. Perfect. Eight, yeah. That makes sense. But yeah, so, um, yeah, another you could play about there. That's just literally a straight-up hustle play. Um, that's another point for both Lekin and Byron. Lekkonen's put up a few points in two games since he's been put back in the lineup, so yeah. there's some faith being restored there. Um, that fourth line in general is just... Well, this is what I wanted to say. Is that, whether you know it's what? Perry playing there, it's, whether it's just incredible That's it. It's only 2 nothing, but... feels like more. It, it's also the fact that like this is the type of scoring we're used to with the Canadians, where it's all four lines. You know, I'm actually a little disappointed in the um, Anderson-Suzuki-Druin yeah, line. I do think if we're going to be sticking with Tatar-Deno-Gallagher, which I, I am in favor of, we should consider moving those lines around a little. Just yeah. the other lines. Yeah, because, I, I don't know, there's something's not clicking there. I know Toffoli's out, but you know what? Maybe you just move someone up or pull someone down. Um, I know where your gut instinct's going to go. <laughs> Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> but like, even if it's, an, even if it's um, pulling Kotkaniemi up to play with them and letting Suzuki drop down, Yeah. Just to get, they're going to play equal ice time. I would I would go back to I mean obviously we have to kind of wait till Toffoli's back because yeah. it kind of just throws a wrench and everything but I would honestly go back with Kotkaniemi, Drew and Armia yeah and then uh, obviously you know Stahl kind of has to fit in there somewhere but I think uh, you know Toffoli, Kotkaniemi, Toffoli, uh, Suzuki, Anderson was I think that's probably a good bet like, yeah you know? it's a very safe bet as a yeah. second line yeah <laughs> but. Uh... And, and then Drew and Armia Kotkaniemi is a good track. Yeah, it's got a good history behind it. But so, apparently, uh, you know, apparently Perry Byron Kotkaniemi is like yeah, incredible exactly. too. So that, that's a good thing. Some of these line combinations, like on paper, just don't look good, and they end up works. just being incredible. That's it. So that's why I'm interested to see what Stahl does throwing them into the mix. It's, that's it. It's gonna be weird, but someone could move over to the wing. That's all. Yeah, well, they're gonna have to be. We're not yeah. gonna play Eric Stahl in the fourth line. No, it's not possible. And we're not gonna play Kotkaniemi in the fourth line. We're not gonna play Deno. We're not gonna play so it, someone's gonna have to move to the wing because yeah. I don't think Evans is losing a spot. No, I think it'll be Kotkaniemi who moves to the wing, which yeah. is weird because he's been one of our better faceoff guys so far. Yeah, but I mean, you just play the faceoffs, like, yeah, kind of like how Shaw did. That's true. He could just swap with Stall at that yeah. point if they're on a line together. But anyway, uh, I don't. There wasn't anything else other than that. Yeah, a bit of a slower period, even though there's yeah. just as much scoring. You but, should get the pressure on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're playing good. Very check. good defensive hockey. Yeah, Edmondson, I'm noticing, is playing fantastic yeah. tonight. Yeah, he stole one from Ottawa in that period. Yeah, uh, yeah. so we'll jump into the third, and we'll catch you guys after the game. All right, 
What a game. Yeah, that was not a 4-1 yeah. game in my opinion. No. I want to get this out first right away. Um, two things. One, you don't have to call that at that yeah. point in the game. And if we're, if we're learning anything from the recent NHL, calls are subjective to what is going <laughs> exactly. on in the game. But the other thing too, and this is the frustrating part, is Evans made a really smart play and he did not touch that puck. And the ref blew the whistle. Yeah. So clearly the ref just wanted to get the penalty out there and get it done with. And then to have the goal go in right away, it just it sucks. It, you can see on Gallagher's face, it just you want your goalie to get that shutout. He earned it. I mean, look, end of the game, Allen is a nine fifty seven. He's a thousand in yeah. you know on the off the record books. But um, yeah, we had a goal from Perry, another one uh, from Evans and Metcalf. Don't say his name. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Evans and someone. I I couldn't tell. Yeah, then, um, uh, another goal uh, from that guy. Deno Tatar Gallagher line. We got a goal from Gallagher, uh, primary assist from Deno, and, and a huge hustle from Tatar. Yeah. Um, you know, can't say enough about this line. And specifically tonight, Tatar, I noticed. Yeah. You know, two really, assists. I mean, he's riding now five point game, uh, yeah. five game point streak of multiple points. Yeah, he's, he's more than point per game. He's one, I'm noticing his speed like crazy. And two, his work on the boards is just. It's leading to so many chances. Oh, I forgot to mention it before, but the goalie's name is Philip Gustafson. Oh, Gustafson. I was going to yeah. say F- Gustav Philipson. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, Tatar on the boards tonight, so noticeable. Um, driving so many plays. And again, just their passing is so short and crisp. It's, um, you know, good to see these guys are, are back in seven town. Seven points in five games. He's picking it up. And Deno's on a, on a huge high, too. Yeah, well, Deno looks like he's playing with some swagger now. He's yeah. kind of, like, gl- like loosened Play up. Play with some stick. swagger, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys remember that? <laughs> uh, Dallas Stars head gosh. coach. Oh, cringe. That is just not the Cringe, cringe, cringe. <laughs> it's like, this, um, it's like, how old is he? Like, probably... 640. Like <laughs> Play with some swagger, <laughs> boys. boys. <laughs> Like I'd have to, I'd ask for a trade just immediately. <laughs> I'd walk into the locker room. <laughs> yeah. um, one thing though, I just wanted to mention about the Perry goal. So we just did the quick math. This puts him on pace on an eighty-two game season for seventeen, eighteen goals. <laughs> that like this is a guy who's making seven hundred and fifty k. Just to contrast that with you know like a Jeff Skinner, who's got <laughs> nine million dollars a year, and how many goals does he have as of right now? Let's he has two see. or something. Oh, don't be so generous. Uh, yeah, one or two. Uh, he is, uh, yeah, he's three with one assist. He has four points. Four <laughs> million. dollars, and he's a minus ten. God. God. I, you know what? I always laugh because that... You know what you're saying? You're saying if, uh, you know, at the end of this season, Buffalo should just completely sell house? Yeah. Who are they going to sell to? Who's well, that, that's that it, right? It's like... They, they're taking that nine mil to the grave. Well, this is the thing, right? You. This is where, if I'm Buffalo... Um, I'm doing two things. I'm looking at my roster. Anyone over 25, like I'm not even joking, they are going one of three ways. I'm not re-signing them, I'm trading them, or I'm buying them out. Like I'm telling the owner, you're going to be eating a lot of cash for a long time (laughs) because like I'm buying out Ocpozo, I'm buying out Skinner, I'm buying, like I I don't know how many buyouts you're allowed. I think it's infinite actually because the uh, there's one team with like four buyouts going on right now. I'm pretty sure it's the Rangers. I'm going to look it up while we're just searching well, you, Yeah, because no one in their right mind would even retain... No one in their right, right mind would even take 50% of Skinner's Yeah, I don't want a four and a half. You'd be absolutely out of your mind. Four, four and a half mil for, a, for probably the 
I'd, I'd say he's probably the most streaky player in the league. Yes. He's incredibly streaky. And, you know, the problem is, too, that his streaks are kind of like seasons. Yeah. So, so he'll have a season, like like a decent season. Yeah. Very rare. Okay. And then he'll go on his, like, his drought, but his mm-hmm. drought is measured in, like, geologic time. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, so here, just think of an idea. I'm looking at now, for this year, the New York Rangers, how much money do you think they're spending of their cap? So $81.5 million. How much goes towards buyouts? Eight. $13 million. Oof. They're paying zero to Brad Richards. He's just technically on the books. Um, Dan Girardi gets $1.1 million. I forgot about that. 300k to Ryan Spooner. $6 million to Kevin Shattenkirk. So oh. that's for all the people who are wondering why he took a deal in Anaheim. Because the guy's getting paid up the wazoo. <laughs> <laughs> and Henrik Lundqvist is still making five and a half off them. He's playing elsewhere. Yeah, like, that's crazy. That's the thing. People forget that like when you get bought out, like being bought out... That's as great. It's ideal because, like, you can go then pick the city you want to live on based off of only do I want to live in that city and do I want to win. Yeah. If you don't actually, if you're a guy who won the cup 10 years in a row and, like, your competitive edge maybe has, like, softened a little and you just want to go settle down, let's say you're, I don't know, I'm trying to think, let's say, like, Patrick Marlowe. Marlowe went back to the Sharks. He did not think they were winning the cup, right? Like, this was not like a (laughs) here we go. Um, he wants to move back home and, like, settle. He's 40-something years old. You know, if he... Imagine he had buyout money, too. I mean, he's made his, his money and everything. Yeah. But imagine he was bought out of, like, a $6 million contract. He'd be laughing. Yeah. I mean, but, yeah, it's just, uh... Yeah, it's, uh, interesting. Uh, yeah, it's, it's cool, that aspect. I, I really enjoy that aspect of the mm-hmm. hockey side, like, the business side of it. But, uh, it does get frustrating with, like, you know... Anyway, going back to what we were saying about Buffalo, like, really, like, they, they need to just clear everything. Yeah, they need to get rid They of do have some young talent coming up, but, like, they don't have, like, the the only guys they need on this roster to keep are Darlene, Eichel. They can't keep Eichel. And, well, I mean, while well, they still have him, I mean. Darlene, Eichel, and maybe Olofsson. They Those gotta, are the they, three. They got to trade Eichel ASAP. Like, the, the, every day that he stays there, his value drops. Which, which is just so weird. Because, they... like, one, I mean, his points are, are dropping him because, like, yeah. he can't produce in that environment. Yeah. So, like, you know, even if you, you even if you, you know, implicitly know that this guy's a superstar and a basically a franchise center, you know, you can kind of, um, you know, brush under the rug and be like, well, look at how he played last season. That's but it. then at the same time, he doesn't want to be there. So that drops his value, kind of like the Pacioretty thing. Mm-hmm. Um, even though, like, we fleeced him on that, but you know, <laughs> we didn't think we did that yeah, at first. Fluke, and then, sort of. um, you know, so you got to get rid of that ASAP and, like, you know, I they're, wonder, like, they're on the clock. <laughs> I just, like, I'm trying to think now, like, one, where, like, who wants him and who can, like, afford that. Yeah. Like, afford, like, but also what, like, who can actually pay up what's worth it. I know because like, they they want to you know it's always out. like the 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 Rangers always come up because they've got Zabanjed and they want to have that number one center. They're going with a youth movement and everything, but it's like, what does Eichel cost realistically? Like, well, it's what does he cost? What does he cost to Buffalo? Buffalo keeps saying like throwing up these ridiculous things. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I can't think. I'm trying to think of like the last time a player like that level got traded. I know, yeah. I, I just can't think I of it. I can't even think of it. Like, 
Like, uh, like they're just, they, they don't trade these guys. Yeah, and a lot of the time, it's like, you know, we don't really know, because, like, it's a lot of rumors, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, a lot of these rumors come off of, like, cap-friendly forums that mm-hmm. are just ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Half the time, you always have to... It's, like, six first-round yeah. picks. <laughs> I, I like looking at the trades for, like, let's say, like, Eichel being traded to New York. And, like, I like seeing, like, one from, like, a Rangers fan and one from a Buffalo fan, and you just split the difference. Yeah. Like, that's the best way to go about it, because you the, that's... Yeah, one guy's going to ask for a second-round pick and Vitaly Kravstov. Yeah. And the other guy's going to, you know, three firsts, Lafreniere, uh, yeah. Shesterkin. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, it, 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 you meet in the middle. Yeah, it's... Uh, I just don't know what that value would be. But you also, because those teams also have to look at it like, you know, we have to obviously give up a lot for this guy, but then we also realistically have to pay him in a few years. Well, right, when's his contract made, up? Uh, he's still got a few years yeah, to go. Like, I think he's got like, think like three years, right? I think a little Four. longer. I think he's looking at like maybe five or six. Oh, yeah? Yeah, let me double check. Because he signed it the same year as McDavid. Right. So that puts him at... I didn't on. think he was that long term. Oh, it was eight years times 10 million. That's why they locked okay. him up. It was a max year contract. Hang on, I'm going to find it right here. Oof. Yeah. Was, I could have swore it was six. It was... You sure it wasn't six? Oh, I'm 100 percent sure it was. Uh, it was because it was that eight. I don't know why I have ago. 60 million in my head. It was yeah, eight years, 10 million, and we're uh, in the third wow. year. So not including this year, he's got one, two, three, four, five years left. Okay, so but uh, this no. is the key: is next year is the last year without a no movement clause. Okay. So well, which, kind of he'll waive that though, though. Yeah, because what I was saying was that. You know, if if you got him with two or three years left, you have to realistically look at re-signing this mm-hmm. guy in three years where he's going to be even better. Yeah, and he's like <laughs> you know? late 20s. So, like, you might have to pay, your, well, you will have to pay more than he's currently making. So, like, you have to think, like, prospect-wise, like, can I afford this guy? Yeah. Because, like, like for the Rangers, for example, like, if Lafreniere pans out and then you've Panarin and then, you, like, you can't afford yeah, him. Yeah, just, and they possible. have a lot of young talent coming yeah. up. And then, like, you know, if, if Shesterkin pans out, it's like, he can't do it like it's just you're you're shooting yourself in the foot short term and you know the more you dilute this guy down in terms of teams like he goes here then he goes here then he goes here his value just drops and drops and drops so personally you know if i'm if i'm worried about where he would go it's like i could see him going to the bruins because i'm pretty sure he's from massachusetts yeah i can see he went to boston university and they need like after bergeron they they need a young center they they have stadnika but he's not like He's yeah. he's a top six guy. He's yeah. not a first line guy. And Can like, you imagine Eichel goes there? Because Bergeron will play till he's Bergeron's a couple more years. On yeah, but that's like Bergeron will slowly like move down the lineup. Yeah, like, but can you the team. can you imagine like like Pasternak starts playing with Eichel like, and Marchand? Yeah, yeah. Then, it's insane. I wouldn't yeah. even feel comfortable. I don't even think I break. I don't even think I break up that line. Yeah, I, but obviously, like as the years go on, I, 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 as the as the years move on, I'd keep. I'd still keep Marshawn Bergeron together. I'd play mm. someone else there, but then I'd move Pasternak up with. No, exactly. Yeah. It's just it's gonna like the Bruins will find a way. They'll yeah, do exactly. It. They'll, they'll find like, a way and they'll they'll give them like two seconds, a third, and like two, a yeah, exactly. hundred bucks or something. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, a little bit off time, but we'll and uh, some clam chowder when you visit. Exactly. Yeah, which is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so any, any other thing about the end of the game? No, honestly, I'm just very happy to see this looks like Kind of disappointed for Ottawa. That's what, what I mean. Like, yeah, they, they. I would be very frustrated if I was them watching. Like, so Sainz got the clapper off the hand, oh, too. Oh, my God, his hand's finished. It's going to yeah, be like putting on the inside. It was inside. off the inside, too. Yeah, he was, he was done the second I hit him. Yeah. But 
honestly just a like almost a little bit boring near the end which is what yeah. you like you know you want to see boring hockey when you're on the road to a certain degree yeah uh but we didn't we didn't throw a shot but we didn't good. throw so that's yeah. exactly it i will say though ottawa's penalty kill was phenomenal oh, they, but their penalty kills always yeah completely it's crushed us it's because it's aggressive and, and we can't deal with that and not many teams can so we should kind of try to learn from that yeah because that's when we got all our shorthanded goals and which we did even today. if you notice byron okay pressing like crazy well yeah and suzuki got a breakaway too yeah so anyway. keep it up and don't change it because it works every goddamn time. I've never seen a team where it doesn't work. Yeah. So just try it. Just At every it. level too. Yeah. But anyway. All right, guys. We'll uh, catch you in the next game. And uh, who are we playing next? Uh, Ottawa. No, yeah, we're playing Ottawa, Ottawa on Edmonton. Saturday night. Okay. Yeah, Ottawa Saturday night. Thank you for listening to the Habs Puck Drop podcast. You can email us your thoughts, questions, and suggestions through our email at habspuckdrop at gmail.com or direct message us on Instagram at habspuckdrop. We'll see you next time.